Hey, you guys. I hope you guys are doing good. Um, let me see here. Oh, my gosh. I have so much to talk about. Make sure my screens are up. Okay, good, good. Y'all can see me. Hope y'all are feeling good today because I'm feeling good. It's been a lot going on. Child. In the past few, hell, days, hours, it's a lot to get into. So, um, Sarah's running a little bit late. I had to finish. I told y'all on Discord, I am listening to this audio book. I finished it today, honey. So I just finished it. I was, it was, it was like literally 10 minutes left. So I was like, I just couldn't get up and leave. It's like, I got, I got to get this tea. I got to get this tea. So I'm done with the book. Also wanted to let you guys know, speaking of tea, there's new lovely tea available on Amazon. It's been restocked for people who've been asking me. So get it while it's hot, honey. Okay. So we got the tea back in effect. So child, child, child. So I don't know what is going on with the banking system in America, but it is a trip. And and thank y'all. I, I, I just love the fact that we have such a wide variety of like-minded people when we have the Zoom meetings. You know, I know a lot about credit. Like when Natalie called in, I was literally able to tell her in 10 minutes how to buy a house, you know, how to fix her credit, how to do all that. I know a lot about that, okay? But then there's other parts where I'm not as strong in. And I like the fact that everybody knows something, you know what I mean? Just like one of the little young kids in the Discord, not calling you a kid, but I know you're like 19, so you're like a kid to me. She is really good in stocks because I've even talked to her about stocks. And she was like, you know, T, I've saved up 50 grand. What do I do now? And so everybody was giving her tips like, you know, you need to go get a high yield account, go to a credit union. I just love the fact that everybody's so willing to help other people and really educate ourselves. You know, wherever you might not be strong at, somebody else is strong in. And so I have been having, you know, issues with good old Wells Fargo, honey. And it was so funny that this Ryan Coogler story came out yesterday. Because if you guys were in the Discord, you guys know what happened to me. Um, I had finally decided to stop just, you know, depending on one bank. Um, we all know Wells Fargo, honey, is ratchet. They be going through all types of stuff. So I was like, you know what? With everything that's going on right now, because I'm, I'm nervous. You know what I'm saying? You got Russia ready to, I don't know, hit a nuke button. Ain't nobody fucking with, um, sorry, old man Joe. He don't call the, the, the uh, <laughs> he don't call Dubai. He don't call Saudi Arabia. They're like, yeah, we don't want his calls. You know, Venezuela's like, you can only get oil if you lift the sanctions. So I'm nervous. Okay, because ain't nobody really trying to give us no oil and we don't put our neck out there and the rest of the damn NATO people are like, well, we still gonna get our oil from Russia. So I'm nervous. I'm a bit nervous. Right. So I'm like, I don't really want to put all my money in one bank. So I go yesterday. and Y'all know this story. I was like, so I was heated yesterday. So I go to the bank because I had opened up a new account. So initially, I just wanted to do a transfer online. I didn't really want to go down to the bank. I didn't want to be shamed by the bankers. And Wells Fargo kept kicking my shit back. They would not transfer the money that I wanted to go into the credit union. They were claiming it was potential fraud. Call us now. We've been calling you. Nobody had called me. So I called them and the guy was like, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and unlock your account since it's you, but you're going to have to try and do the transfer again because it's not going through. I'm like, this is the second time y'all have kicked it back. So eventually I had to go into the bank and they were acting like this was their money. 
Like, you know, why do you want to move it? Why are you taking that out? Well, what's wrong? Do you want some water? Come back in the morning. Talk to your banker now. Give me a damn cashier's check so I can run this before the other damn bank closes. It's a lot of mess going on, y'all. If y'all don't know, y'all better wake up. You know, I'm here for the celebrity tea, but there's a lot of real shit going on financially. You know what I'm saying? And these conversations not really had anywhere besides the discord. And so I finally get my damn check and leave. And they kind of follow me outside, you know, like, okay, bye, T. Because they all know me. I've been banking there for like 10 years. And I'm like, okay, bye, you know. And I pulled out from my damn Lexus. You went across town. So I just thought it was very, very strange. Then I heard about what happened to Ryan Coogler. So we're going to get into that right now, child. Because he's speaking out today. So if you guys do not know, Ryan Coogler, who, who directed the Black Panther movie, one of my favorite Marvel movies, um, he went into a Atlanta bank, child with a with a fucking mask on, you know, trying to protect himself from C nineteen and a note for the cashier, basically telling the cashier that he wants twelve racks, he wants twelve thousand dollars. Be discreet about it because he didn't want anybody in his business in the bank. Because if I'm coming to get that much money, I don't want people around knowing that I'm getting that much money. <coughs> child, the bank the bank freaked out. And thought he was a robber and caught the police. Let me pull up my, that had my Instagram up. Give me just a second. Let me pull my page up. And shout out to Maggie. Me and her been going hard on this Instagram page. Let me show y'all these graphics. She's been waking me up early in the morning with stories. We've been going over everything, bouncing ideas, coming up with different designs. So I'm happy my Instagram page is starting to come back to normal. We redid all the buttons. You know, I'm getting back on my little blogging shit with her help. You know, we're doing good together. She, we're a good team. So this is what happened to Ryan. Let me show you all the story we posted the day before. No, actually, I think I posted in this. Hold up. Okay. So this was yesterday. So TMZ is reporting the filmmaker was detained in January after trying to withdraw money from Bank of America in Atlanta, Georgia. Cougar, who was wearing sunglasses and a face mask, reportedly handed a teller a withdrawal slip, which stated he would like to withdraw twelve thousand in cash from my checking account and asked the teller to please do the money count somewhere else because he'd like to be discreet. TMZ also stated that the bank teller was reportedly suspicious and when the transaction triggered an alert in the system, told her boss that Cougar was trying to rob the bank. The bank staffers called 911, and when the police arrived, they detained two people waiting outside for Cougar and also brought the director out in handcuffs. After an investigation, police determined Cougar had done nothing wrong, and the teller, who TMZ describes was a pregnant Black woman, made a mistake. So this is the note. <laughs> Why that look like a kidnapping note? Excuse me, ma'am. I need 12K. So that's the note that he wrote. So now let me go ahead and play out the video. This is really sad, though. Let me play out the video of what happened today. It was released. No, sir. Oh, so, oh, 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 oh
Yeah, I'm going to get it. 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 I'm and if you should run my name, you understand why you should take on this cut. You can do it. Hey, sir. Let me feel good. Come this way. Put your hand behind your back. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay, let me come back on the screen. All right, so you guys just watch that. And you know, it's really sad. Because sometimes as black people, people act like we shouldn't have X amount of dollars in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Ryan has worked hard for his money. I have damn sure worked hard for mine. Okay? I stack. I save. I don't see me flossing a lot. My first big gift to me was to build my business credit, which was to buy my Lexus. That's why when people had so much to say, they were ignored. I don't pay mine to people who don't even understand how fucking business credit works. So, again... I'm going to say this. I see things from all angles and I'm learning this because I had bankers reach out to me on Discord because I was really shook by what happened yesterday when I went to my bank, how they were literally looking worried. They were literally concerned. Well, why do you want to take this out? Well, what's going on? Where are you going? And, you know, What's wrong, T? What did we do? I, mean, I didn't do shit. I just want my damn money. Like, what, what, like, why does it have to be something that y'all did? And so from what bankers are telling me, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes as well. You know what I'm saying? Being an empathetic person. So before we make this a whole race issue, let's understand that the banker was a pregnant black woman and the cops who came out were also black. Okay? One of the issues is the bank only has so much money in the bank. Right. And they're, they're legally they can only hold 10 percent. So, for instance, if you bring one hundred dollars, we're talking about this on Discord. If you put one hundred dollars in the bank legally, they only have to give you ten dollars. All the money that we are putting in the bank, they are using that money for home loans, car loans, you know, student loans. I want to get my ass done and titties done that type of loan. That's where that money is going. Your money is not physically sitting there. When you check your bank account, yes, it says you have a million dollars. You ball it. But technically, that million dollars is not there. So when people come to withdraw money, it triggers something in the system. So that is why the lady got nervous, because it triggers anytime you take over $10,000, they have to report it automatically to the government. When you come and get a certain amount, they have to automatically report it. They don't want you coming to get all that money because they don't have all that money in their safe. So when he was coming to get $12,000, $12, even though it's his money and he should be able to get it, legally, they don't have to give it to him right there and then. Another issue is what he did. And this is not blaming him at all. I'm just telling y'all to learn from his situation so you don't get involved in the same situation because this really could have turned ugly. This could have been a, a Fruitville Station situation where that black man could have been shot all through a, due to a misunderstanding. When you want to take out large amounts of money like that, anything over eight grand, you should call the bank first, talk to the bank manager. Hey, I'm coming to take out a hundred racks. 
cash. Want my shit? How long will it take y'all to have it? Well, you know, we don't loan everybody money out. We struggling. We won't have the money for 10 days. Cool. I'll be there in 10 days to come get my money. That's how it's supposed to work. This is not the 80s where you can just go in and be like, you know, give me 10 grand right now and they might have it. Right now, the economy is struggling. We got to understand what's going on right now. We are technically, we're at war, but not technically at war. But it's a lot of things going on in the financial market. So right now, banks are on high alert. This is not to excuse what Ryan went through. I just want you guys to be aware of the situation so you don't find yourself in the same situation. Okay? Right now, the banks are on high alert. Like we, like we talked about when I did that green room meeting, the one that got hacked and, you know, kicked me out. We we're telling y'all that the uh, scams are on the rise. People are getting text messages, phone calls, all types of stuff. Oh, we need your bank information because this, 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 and that. So all of these scams are on the rise, meaning that a lot of bankers are being put on high alert. And anything coming with big withdrawals, they want to know, you know what I'm saying, who that person is, what's going on. Like I said, I'm not excusing that. I don't know why you keep writing it's not right. I didn't say it was right. I'm trying to educate you before you go to the bank and do the same thing, um, Candlelyn. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just explaining to you their mind frame. But if you want to go into the bank and write down, give me $15 now on a note, then you go at it. Okay? So these bank tellers are also being put through a lot because when I talked to some bankers yesterday, like, why were they so stressed and pressed about my money. I don't get it. Like, why they were looking like they was about to cry. From what I'm hearing, some of these banks are putting extra pressure on bank on bankers and bank tellers to not allow people to take their money out. Okay? So they're trying to shame you. They're trying to bring you bottled waters. They're trying to hand you suckers and shit. Because if you take your money out on their watch, they can low-key, quote-unquote, get in trouble or get reprimanded. Where now they're being questioned, why did you let them take that much out? Well, what did you do to stop them? Because they don't want you removing your money out of the bank. You need to understand that. Okay? Nobody's excusing what is done. I'm just speaking the truth. And if you can't handle it, go watch somebody else. They do not want that money leaving the bank. So they're going to try their hardest to keep it. The way he went about it with the note and the mask and the glasses it does look a little bit suspect. I can see where the lady might have been coming from. Like, what is going on? And then I realized that's also why they followed me to my car. Because a lot of bankers are being told that if that person is coming in for X amount of dollars, they might be under duress. Meaning, a lot of these people, people out here scamming, robbing folks, they have been known to send victims into the bank and ask for X amount of dollars and the whole time the perpetrator is outside of the bank. You get what I'm saying? So when they see the two men out there in the parking lot or whatever in the car waiting for him, they don't know if those are friends or if those are people sending the victim into the bank. Okay? So if you ever go to the bank and go get large amounts of money, a lot of times they will follow you outside like, okay, have a good day. All right. Uh-huh, it was nice seeing you again, T, because they're making sure nobody's in the car with like a potential gun, you know what I'm saying, making me go into the bank with duress. Y'all not ready for that conversation. Y'all wasn't thinking that deep. Y'all just mad. Oh, my God. Like, I get it. It's disrespectful. He's a millionaire. He's an excellent director. 
You know what I'm saying? I love Black Panther, but what I want y'all to do is just look at the big picture of what's going on in this world right now financially. Understand that. And I don't think Ryan was aware of that, you know, back in January. And now we're seeing it more and more. So like I've been telling y'all on Discord, do what you got to do. But the writing's on the wall. And I'm going to leave it at that. But yeah, I mean, I, I felt bad. It was horrible seeing him handcuffed and, you know, them having to run his ID. You know, he should be able to go in and just go take a hundred grand if he wants to of his own money that he worked hard for. But what I'm telling y'all is the bank don't have it and you're not going to get it. Go to the bank right now and try and pull out over 10 grand if you have it and see if they give it to you right there and then. And I don't care if you're with the credit union, ghetto ass Wells Fargo, Ratchet Bank of America, you're not gonna get it right there and then. They'll usually tell you you have to wait a few days. All the money that I pulled yesterday from that traveler's check and took to the new bank, even the damn new bank is like, yeah, you won't see this money in your account till the 17th because they gotta check it for fraud, they gotta double check with Wells Fargo, they gotta make sure I'm not in duress, all types of bullshit. So even though I took the money and that's my money, they can't even deposit it till the 17th. So thank goodness I have other funds and other you know accounts to rely on, but what if I didn't? So these are all things y'all need to be aware of. I'm just saying, y'all not gonna speak the truth, honey. I don't, I don't hold no punches on this channel, okay? So just be aware of that. Just understand this is what's going on right now in the financial system. So... Even Ryan Cougar, let me let me read to y'all what he what he stated today with Variety, Variety Magazine. He did a little interview. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, this is what he said. Let me show y'all this. So Ryan says, "Oh, hold on, let me pick this one. There we go." Okay, so Ryan says this situation should have never happened. However, Bank of America worked with me and addressed it to my satisfaction. We have moved on. Okay. So that's my attitude. If Ryan has moved on and they smoothed it over with that black man, I, I don't have the energy to be more mad than he is. If he's not mad, it's two months later, I don't have the energy to be up here picketing, okay? So I think what they probably did, how they smoothed it over is they explained to him like, yo, we're in a financial crisis right now. You may not know this because you big balling in Hollywood, but yeah, a lot of these banks don't have it. Their money's is tied up in a bunch of other stuff. And you know what's so messed up? Like I said in our last Zoom meeting, what's even more fucked up is when you really think about it, we go to these banks and we beg them for loans. Oh my God, let me get a house loan. Let me get a car loan. I want to roll around in a Mercedes or some shit. And you're sitting there with your fingers crossed, toes crossed, like, oh Lord, please let me get approved. Oh Lord, I hope my credit is okay. Oh Lord. <laughs> And we're really like praying to God to get approved for our own money. Do y'all understand that? It's not the bank's money. It's your money. It's your neighbor's money. It's your baby daddy money. It's your husband's money. It's your baby mama money. It's your grandmother's money. It's the community's money. Like that shit is crazy when you really think about it. We're literally begging them, okay, to please give us a loan with a, you know, with a hopefully low interest rate on our own money. Man, the system is crazy. If you really like sit and think about like how banks work and everything, it's insane. 
They will literally come at you like you're doing something wrong when you want to get your money out. They're cool with giving you five, 10, 15, 20 dollars. But let you come in there and be like, I want 20 grand. Then it's, oh, wow, wow. What, what, you, what you got going on? You getting a car or something? What, what you need 20 grand for? Ma'am, bitch, were you here shooting in the gym? I ain't got to explain to you what I'm about to do with my damn money. It's crazy. So y'all better realize how these systems work. So again, Ryan is over it. I'm sure they explained to him. You know what I'm saying? The scams are on the rise. People are sent, being sent into banks under duress. So a lot of, you know, a lot of things was just an unfortunate situation. But just so it don't happen to you, please understand what I'm saying on this stream. Because a lot of y'all love to argue and go back and forth and don't even know what the hell y'all are arguing about. Everything I'm saying is the truth. This is what's really happening right now. And it's going to get worse. So I suggest y'all, like I've been telling y'all, do what y'all got to do financially and don't depend on just one institution. Okay. I'm go ahead and read some of these super chats. Thank you, uh, T.E.D. in the chat says, y'all better wake up. Let them know in the chat. Appreciate y'all. Uh, let's see here. Diamanto says, T is cracking me up while educating me. Love it. Thank you. Thank you, love. Appreciate it. You know, sometimes you got to put the medicine in the food. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get a lot of stuff on this channel, not just who's fucking who. I'm going to definitely educate y'all when I can. So let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Night Charm says, T, you done turned 40 on Tuesday. Congrats on 950K. Whoa, yeah, I have 950,000 subscribers. Okay, all right. Child, I stopped checking. I stopped because it was stuck on like four, four hundred, nine hundred and forty-six for like three years. So if I'm at nine hundred and fifty k, thank y'all, thank y'all to all the new subscribers and people resubscribing who have been unsubscribed. I appreciate y'all. You know, maybe maybe this year will be our year and we'll get to a million. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But I appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't trip off of numbers as long as people are loving my content and showing support and love. That's all I care about. So thank you. Uh, let's see here. AC says, today I got time because looking good, T. Thank you. I'm in that crippin' blue. <laughs> Thank you, though. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. David Carmarillo sent five. Thank you, love. Jay says, hey, T, I'm here today. I got time because. What's up, Jay? Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. Neat. Nina Zuck Harder, sorry if I mispronounced it, says, hey, T, I've been listening to you since I was 25. I'm now 30. I call you my auntie because you feel like family for real, for real. Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Um, S. Thomas says, hey, T, looking beautiful as always. Thank you so much. Thanks for the $10. Appreciate you. Beastly sent 10 says, no matter how well we do or how lawful we are, we are still seen as threats. It is heartbreaking. I agree. You know, it's sad. And unfortunately, we are profiled more as people of color. Let's not forget too, bro, like this also happened a few years back um, to Black Youngster. I don't know if y'all remember this. Y'all don't forget shit. Let me bring out these receipts. Black Youngster went through the same thing a few years ago. Y'all remember this picture? They had him on the ground and shit. Police officer, no, security guard laughing. He laughing. The Black woman, you know, I don't know if she's with him or she's just watching. Child, they don't arrest him. Why did he get arrested? Because he went into the bank trying to take out $200,000. And they were like, $200,000? Oh, hell no, black man. That must be drug money. And they caught the police and they handcuffed him. 
They ended up working it all out. Of course, it wasn't drug money. He's a rapper. But yeah, we definitely get more profile than anybody. You know, even when I brought the check into the next bank, the lady looked at me. I mean, I did look bummy. You know, I had on a headscarf and shit and some sweats. But still, don't judge me, bitch. She was looking at me like, wow. Like, wow, where'd you get this? <laughs> bitch, I work. I work hard. You know what I'm saying? But that's how people do. You know, they they always judge us. They think that, you know, we're not supposed to have it or be financially literate or any of that stuff, you know, but they be shocked because a lot of the folks who come in and make these moves are making more money than the bankers. But but I bet you she wouldn't have had that same reaction if I was, you know, a white girl with blonde hair and blue eyes. Like, oh my God, here goes some money, put it in my account. She'd be like, oh, okay, thank you, ma'am. But with me, she was like, whoa, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, ma'am. You know, so it's a trip. It's a trip. We definitely get profiled more as people of color. That's not a lie. It's not a lie. But, you know, just to save the headache, definitely make sure you call ahead when you need big sums of money. Just just call ahead. Talk to the bank manager. I'm going to need you to give me, you know, 20 grand and like, you know, how long will it take y'all? Because obviously we're on the bank's time. And usually you'll have it within three to 10 days, depending on the amount. But it's just easier to just save the headache. Because if you come in there with a damn, <laughs> with a kidnapping looking note, you know what I'm saying? You're going to get that Ryan Coogler treatment. So just go about it a different way. So that way, you know, you don't end up in the same boat. But I, I get him, though. You know, he wanted it to be discreet. He didn't want them counting. Because, you know, they be extra loud when they be counting your money. Go in there and ask for $500. They, $500 right here. It's like, damn, you want to tell everybody that I have $500 with the cash? Stop. So I feel them. Don't be in here counting that money. You know, when the, that little money machine goes like, and people be listening. Like, damn, that shit's still going. He must not be just coming in here getting $500. Well, damn, that's not like 12 grand. I'm about to follow him into the parking lot. So I feel him for wanting to be discreet. You know what I'm saying? Don't be in there counting that shit in front of the whole bank and then hand me a thick ass envelope. Like, here goes your 12 grand. You know, they're good for doing that shit. So I feel him. Like, don't be counting that shit. Give me that $500 and, and five, you know, 500 ones. Do that. You ain't got to get to me in, in $1 bills. <laughs> Put a thick ass envelope. I'm trying to get home safe. <laughs> I'm wilding y'all. I'm sorry. Um, let's see here. The greatest of this is love sent 1999. Says, hey, T, been rocking with you since your natural hair tutorial days. Remember Wells Fargo trying to pull a Britney Spears on Wendy Williams? Won't let her access her money. Yes. <laughs> I can't even defend Wells Fargo. I don't think I've ever defended them, but I mean, I've always seen the ratchet news, but I just be like, well, I just be sipping my tea. <laughs> I'll be like, damn, that's my bank. Damn, my bank's in the news again. What the fuck? <laughs> Try, I be embarrassed. I be low-key embarrassed because I've been with them for so long. Child, they don't kidnap me. I was with Wachovia. Next thing I know, I get a package talking about you with Bank of America, and I've just been with them ever since. Y'all remember Wachovia? They bought out Wachovia and just took us along for the ride. But yeah, like, they've been doing some shady stuff lately. And I feel bad. Like I said, the whole Wendy Williams thing, I feel like the reason why they're not letting her get her money is they, they don't have it. <laughs> like, bitch, I owe you. We, we, we don't took your millions and invested it in fucking oil and stocks and bonds. When do we ain't got your money? Come back next week. <laughs> I mean, that's messed up. I mean, I, I'm laughing, but it is messed up. It's a bad feeling. You know what I'm saying? When you go to get some money, you need it. And then they come out with the mush mouth. They be four of them. And they be trying to tag team you and shit. Like you in the wrong for coming to get your money. 
Child, good luck to Wendy. That's messed up. They did Britney the same way. I'll be embarrassed, honey. Every time it's always Wells Fargo, Bank of America. Embarrassing. Alyssa here and Gozy sent 10 says, hey, T, this Ryan situation should awaken more black men who want to build and operate their own banks. Ryan and his brothers need to start making some moves so that they don't have these problems. Love you. I agree. I definitely agree. I know there's a few black owned banks. I don't think there's any in Minnesota. I could be wrong, but you know, I live in Minnesota, so I don't know. But I know there's one in Texas. I remember like a few years ago, Slim Thug and Paul Wall and, you know, I think Mike Jones, who Mike Jones. I think they all came together at one point to go put their money in a black bank. So there are black banks out here. So thank you, sis. Um, Gold Bloom Lover says, testing is not letting me send super chats. I got this one. Yeah, that's YouTube hating again, you know, trying to control my super chats. You know, I'm sorry about that, but I got this one. Thank you so much for the support, love. Um, D Howard says, hey, T, that's understandable. The issue is where you're supposed to learn proper protocol for this. If you weren't sharing this with us, most of us on this live would know. Thank you. And thank you for the $10. Appreciate y'all. I like when people just want to listen and learn. You know, that being argumentative, it don't matter. It does matter. Y'all got to understand. Like I always tell y'all, in a perfect world, I should be able to, you know what I'm saying, run the streets with my thugs and just do thug shit and, you know, shouldn't matter. But that's just not how it works. You know, people see your color first and they assume all types of stuff. So there's just certain ways we have to move. Is it fair? Absolutely not. But there's certain ways we have to move. You know what I'm saying? So... To save the headache, call ahead. Don't go into the bank with, with glasses on and a mask where they can only see your nose. <laughs> it was just the perfect storm. It was just the perfect storm. You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful. You know, unfortunately, that's just, that's the way we live. You know, that's our world. We got to, you know, the talented 10th. We got to go extra hard and be super, you know, human just to get basic stuff that other people can walk into the bank, bummy, musty ain't showered in three days and be like, I want 10 grand. And it's like, nobody's judging them. I come in with a fucking headscarf and a sweat off and it's wow. <laughs> so that's just what it is. You know, it's sad, but thank you for the super chat. Love. I'm glad you're learning something. Um, okay. Beastly sent another five. Said the first super chat was sent before the explanation. It makes sense. Thank you so much. And yes, you're more than welcome. That's why I wanted to kind of show our uh, angles because it's easier to just be angry and, you know, waste energy being mad. But I wanted to, you know, give y'all more nuance to what is going on. So thank you so much. Um, J29 says, hey, T, showing some love. Thank you so much for the $5. Appreciate you. Um, Modern also said, we got to learn how to move in this world we live in. It's not right, but it is what it is. Facts. Facts. Thank you. Um, Paladin Cruz is gaming. Says after 9-11, you have to report anything over 10K currency transaction report is needed. If it's a certain amount, the bank has to order the money. Facts. A lot of people don't know this. <coughs> a lot of things were implemented after 9-11. That's what ushered in a lot of this surveillance and, you know, you, you, you usher in the war and then, you know, you get to change crypto and, you know, start your own cryptocurrency. Ain't that right, Joe? Ain't that right? You know, so just usher in some stuff and get change all types of new rules. Thank you so much for the uh, super chat. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Uh, Candle uh, and Cooper says, 
I didn't say you did. You missed my previous comment. I agree with Ron, but he looks suspicious with the note and glasses, etc. Okay. Thank you, sis. I'm glad I caught your super chat. Okay. Because I didn't understand about what did I say wrong. So you had another comment. Perfect. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Yeah, it did. It does look suspicious. You know, if they're being told to be on high alert because all these Russian scams, I mean, I'm getting text messages to my phone. Oh, you know, you won this, you got that. I just delete it. I don't click on anything. I just delete it. You know, I got weirdos in my DMs talking about, you know, hey, you know, I made something for you. The hell you did. I don't know who you are. Delete. You know, so yeah, you, you got to be very, very mindful when you walk into a bank with a kidnapper, with a kidnapper note and glasses and a mask. It looks suspicious. It just does in this day and age, honey. So thank you. Uh, Fifi. Uh, sent 199 says this happened to my baby daddy they froze his account okay thank you so much for the super chat love tj says <clears throat> the shea butter community have to have a hard time using their analytical skills this happened to me when i did a down payment on my home you are speaking facts exactly exactly anytime you're coming into the, a bank with money or trying to take out they got to verify everything because the scamming, the, you know, the drug dealing, just everything, you know, all this stuff is put into place because the people before us fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Every rule comes into place because somebody tried to do something. So that's why it's there. <clears throat> uh, Piscean Shanice says he should have went to a personal banker. Yeah. I mean, unless it was something where he needed the money right away, because it looked like he was working on his production set. So maybe they needed the funds right away for something on production. You know, I don't know. But yeah, a lot of times if you can get a personal banker, get one. Um, they're good, but they'll try and shame you anytime you want to make a move, though. That's something I hate. They be all in your business. They send random emails. Oh, everything's okay, T. Don't pull nothing, nothing out. You know, the economy's not crashing. Just leave it where it's at. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Um, let's see here. Katie Bryan says, T, you looking beautiful as usual. Back in NOLA. Just got from my grandpa's funeral in Philly. Jet lagged as fuck. I might fall asleep while watching you live. I'll be back to watch the playback. Thank you so much for the super chat and sorry about your grandfather passing. So I hope everything gets better for you. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Valentine2347 says, hey, T, just want to say, we love you. I love you guys too. Thank you. Jessica Nunez says, vaguely, the green room is lit. Y'all not gonna keep harassing me because I told that girl vaguely. Oh my gosh. Let me explain to y'all why I said vaguely. Okay. First of all, we're doing a, a show about the genius documentary. So when people call in, I expect you to have watched the documentary. So when you're talking and talking and talking, and then I said, well, did you see the documentary? And you say, no, that right there was like, and then it was like, she was going on to this whole conspiracy about his mom. Well, they never talked about that in the documentary. So what are you talking about? And then when she tried to talk about that music video, I'm like vaguely, because I don't want to go there. Well, this is not a conspiracy chat. We're just simply talking about the documentary. You know what I'm saying? But bless her heart. You know, we're not mad at Mal. You know what I mean? But I had to hit it with the vaguely because I wasn't trying to go down that rabbit hole. I just wanted to talk about the documentary surface level for what it was. So that's all that was. So thank you. Vaguely is the new word now on Discord. <laughs> well, bless her heart, though. Thank you for calling in that day, sis. 
You, I just need you to watch the documentary because it's a really good documentary. You can't say you're a Kanye fan and then be like, well, I didn't watch. That doesn't make sense. You have to watch it. <laughs> oh, my God. We got a 99.99 super chat. Um, Aaliyah Ali, I hope I said it right. I'm sorry if I didn't. It looks Muslim. Um, she says, me and my 14-year-old daughter love you. She's been showing me TikTok memes of you. We be laughing. Your dedication to enlighten us is. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Child, they got memes of me all over. Y'all probably going to be gifting this stream because I've been doing a lot of funny stuff. I didn't know I was as funny as I was, but I guess TikTok, honey, they, they like my memes. They're always like using my little quotes. At least I get my credit on TikTok because they actually use my videos. They make gifts to me. So shout out to the next generation, honey. I appreciate y'all. Appreciate it. Okay. Turn that into a gift. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much for the super chat, sis. Thank you and your daughter for your support. Um, Ronaphil says it's like the ATM machine button beeps and the noise it makes after you take the money. Super loud wanting folks to get robbed. <laughs> Right, it might as well say she got it. <laughs> Check her out. <laughs> but you know what, though? Speaking about ATMs, they're slowly getting rid of them. We are headed towards a cashless society. ATMs are getting harder and harder to find. The limit is dropping. Before you could like get like 500, I know a lot of banks have dropped it to 300. I'm at ATMs. I mean, some credit unions, you can get a thousand, but a lot of ATMs are running out of cash. So they are definitely pushing that out. They're also getting rid of a lot of security boxes. So it's a lot of stuff that's going on, child. It's a lot. It's a lot. But um, thank you so much. Let's see here. Taylor Bell says, I've been watching since I was 13 and 14. I sent you. Oh, she, she said, when I was 14, I sent you the Jada Pole story years ago. And want to thank you for always making me think outside the box. Wow. Thank you so much, Taylor Bell. That's awesome. You Thank you. I remember doing that story when everybody was making fun of that girl, who the young black girl who was assaulted, and they posed her, and they were taking pictures of her knocked out. You know, I think they had, like, drugged her with, like, Rohypnol or something, and it was all over Twitter, and I had to call that bullshit out. So thank you. I've been, I've been calling it out for years, man. I'm not new here. I've been here in these streets keeping it real. You know what I mean? So thank you so much, love. I'm Uchilla. Hey, sis. She said 999. She says Wells Fargo been robbing people since stagecoaches. <laughs> I'm not fooling with you. I'm not fooling with y'all. Y'all, y'all have been dragging Wells Fargo for the past 48 hours. Y'all posting stories I didn't know about. I was in the damn Discord like, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> I didn't know they was doing all this stuff, child. <laughs> well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Susie TV says, I just want to say thank you, Auntie, for your spirit. When I feel like I need a mother figure, I watch you. Love you, Auntie. Love you too. Thank you so much, sis. Um, Annie versus Slime says, Hey, T, thanks for the bank, T. Let me go invest my coins. I love you, my internet, Auntie. Yes, definitely. Definitely. Spread that out. Spread it out. Spread it out. Invest. Um, you know, I can't be up here giving financial advice, child, because I, I don't have no Boyce Watkins financial degree. I don't want them coming after me, but yes, definitely do what you got to do, okay? So let me go ahead. Let's get to the next story. We got, okay, we got over 7,000 people in here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Please hit that like button. 
you're enjoying this tea and you're getting some type of, you know, education, please hit the like button. Okay, Amazon man. Amazon come here every day. I, I got an Amazon habit, man. I live on Amazon. Okay, we got to talk about this Chris Brown situation. We have to talk about this. Now, let me start by saying this first. For y'all who have been with me for years, y'all and I have always spoken on both sides. For sexual assault, women who are, you know, have been through sexual assault or the R word. And men who have been accused and found not guilty. And y'all remember years ago, I did that video on the Brian Williams situation. The young football player, I believe he was from Cali. And the girl lied and said that Brian R'd her. And then he like met with her years later, secretly videotaped her. And she admitted that she had lied on him. And nothing ever happened to her. It was just like, oh, you lost five years of your life. You couldn't go to school D1 and play football. But uh, here goes some hush money. Move along. Then remember, I'm because remember my news channel, I said, hit up all these stories. Remember when, I, when the lady accused the Uber driver of R-ing her? And thank goodness the Uber driver was smart enough to record his conversation of her trying to get some D from him. And that's the only reason why he stayed out of jail. Now, put a teacup if y'all remember me saying in the future, it's going to get to the point where men are going to need to have some type of consent form. Consent with a signature, video, audio, showing like, you know, this is me and Sally such and such, and she's about to give me head. Sally such and such, do you confirm that you are going to give me head right now? Yes, Chris Brown, I'm going to give you some head. This is Sally such and such. It's getting to that point. People thought I was over-exaggerating. You deny people should not have to do no consent forms. It's getting to that point because we live in a world of clout chasers and we live in a world of attention seekers, okay? And stories like this piss me off because it makes it harder for real victims of assault. And another thing I always notice is when we go on to talk about somebody being accused of assault or the R word, it's all over the blocks. Shade room. I don't know who else shit. I'm <laughs> like, shade room. I can't even think of anybody else. Um, e News, TMZ, it's everywhere. But then when that person comes out and they get vindicated, it's kind of slow. Not as many blogs are picking up the vindication story. I think if you're going to post things loudly when it's accusatory, when somebody's being vindicated, you should be just as loud. Don't be vaguely now. This is not the time to be vague. Come on, say that boy ain't did shit. So I'm going to say it. If nobody else is going to say it, I'm going to say it. Chris Brown ain't did shit to this weird-ass girl. Let me go ahead and show y'all what's been going down. We've been covering this story all week. Me and Maria. Let me see. I got a lot of damn stories on this page. Let me scroll, scroll, scroll. Okay. So when everything first hit with Chris Breezy, the girl came out, said she was suing Chris Brown for $20 million. She said Chris Brown had art her. She wanted $20 million. <clears throat> she went and got a lawyer and everything. This was like a month ago when this happened in Miami. She said Chris Brown basically art her on a ship. Some shit. I think it was a ship. Let me make sure. 
on a yacht. Hot mess. And Chris, you know, he was trying to defend himself. You know, he was definitely defending himself. Because a lot of people were running with the story. Okay, here it goes. Let me let me bring y'all back a bit here. Okay. So, Chris Brown, this was January 28th, accused of sexual assault. Jane Doe, accuser, has come forward claiming Chris Brown drugged and art her on a yacht. Um, and moored outside. I guess it was outside of Sean Diddy. My, uh, Star Island mansion in Miami. So this was the doc, well, the story from TMZ. Woman claims Chris Brown grabbed the phone of a friend. She was FaceTiming and urged her to come to Diddy's home ASAP on Miami Star Island. When she arrived on December 30th, the woman claims Chris Brown approached and asked her if she wanted a drink, motioning her forward, motioning her towards the kitchen area on the yacht. In the dock, she claimed that she entered the kitchen with Chris, where he gave her a red cup with a mixed drink, and they started talking. After he filled her cup a second time, she claimed she began to feel a sudden, unexplained change in consciousness. According to the suit, the woman claimed she also felt disoriented, physically unstable, and started to fall in and out of sleep. That's when she says Chris Brown led her into the bedroom while she was drugged and half sleep. In the docks, the woman claimed Chris closed the, be the bedroom door barring her attempt to leave, removed her bikini bottom and started kissing her. She says she mumbled for Chris to stop, but he persisted and awed her. The woman claims that Chris ejaculated inside of her and jumped up and down and announced, I'm done. Like who, who does that? Like, bitch. Okay. So that's what she's saying. Then she, she starts, she says she's going to sue him for $20 million in damages. Because again, if somebody, you know, awed me and then screamed once they, you know, came, I'm done. I just want 20 million. No, I want your ass in jail. So right there, you know, it was shady. So then Chris Brown comes out. He's like, I hope y'all see this pattern of cat. Whenever I'm releasing music or projects, they try to pull some real bullshit. So he has on a bunch of hats saying that it's cap. And this was back on the 29th. Then it came out that he was vindicated because text messages from the accuser had leaked. And I believe, hold on. This is when this one here, Nick Cannon came out trying to send Chris Brown prayers. He says, praying for my brother at Chris Brown. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Ephesians 612. Hmm, that sounds familiar. We say that a lot on this channel. Cause I keep telling you a lot of demons walking around. So, this is the, the, the text messages between Chris Brown and the victim. Um, it's a man. I'm not going to read all this shit, but there's one part. Let's see. Here she's giving Chris Brown the new phone number. I'm trying to find the one part where she's like, you have the best D I've ever had. It's a bunch. I go on my page and read all this. I'm not going to read all this shit. But basically the woman, okay, here it is. Here it is. You were honestly the best dick I've had. LOL. I just want it again. Why are you playing with me? LOL. I don't know about y'all, 
But if I was assaulted and armed by someone who yelled done after he came, I'm not going to then text and be like, you got the best peen I ever had. I'm not going to want that rapist peen ever again in life. So again, this is just really disturbing that you just have women lying like this and just making up shit to go viral and looking for attention. So now let me show y'all this. Now there's video. This is disturbing too. Chris Brown ain't playing. He done pulled out video. So let me show y'all. Just a second. Okay, so let me come back on the camera, child. That is the so-called victim's voice. Trying to sound all sexy and shit. Oh, I just want that dick. That dick was the best. Well, I, she didn't say that. I forgot what she said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot what she said that quick. Just a bunch of bullshit, right? So my thing is this. Now look what look what the lawyers are doing. So let me show y'all this. After the audio came out, the lawyers decided to fall back. Okay? So the lawyers are now deciding to fall back. This is what they posted. <laughs> George... With his name, George Varbeck. He says, Ariel Mitchell at Ariel Esquire and I remain 100% committed to representing victims of sexual abuse. The Miami Beach PD provided us with the information last Thursday that precluded us from, rep from representing Jane Doe in the Chris Brown matter. Our withdrawal is not an indication whether a sexual assault did or did not occur. We appreciate and are grateful for the Miami PD's outstanding work. So basically, in layman's terms, we're salty because the, the broad lied. So we're going to fall back now. We don't, want, we don't want no more smoke. So this is very disturbing on a lot of levels. One, like I said, what bothers me with cases like this is because it makes it harder for real victims. You have a lot of women coming out right now against Trey Songs, And with that situation, like I've always said, where there's smoke, there's fire. But this is why a lot of times we just have to fall back and let the criminal justice system do their job. And that's been my feeling, too, even with the whole Meg Thee Stallion Tory situation. At the end of the day, you know, what I'm saying nobody really knows what happened, but everybody's so quick to jump on something and we don't technically have all of the evidence. So it is OK to wait and see how things play out. But this situation, he's very lucky that he had the evidence and he had the receipts and he was able to find out which Jane Doe this was because this could have definitely ruined him. But now here's why I also have to keep it real and also hold men like Chris Brown accountable in this instance. A lot of these guys want to sit here and bring women in and out their bed willy nilly, meet a girl on the, you know, at a concert on South Beach. Okay, yeah, she might be bad. She might have a pretty face, a bad body. But what is her spirit like? See, y'all keep swapping soul ties with any and everybody. 
and you don't know what these people's intentions are. Look at the situation with T.I. and Tiny. They don't brought some of you into their bedroom. They can't even narrow down who are making the accusations. Half these accusations may not even be true, but how many people are you bringing in and out your bedroom that you can't even narrow down to be like, it was one out of these two bitches? So again, we have to be very, very mindful. And, and as an adult, you have to take some accountability because y'all are allowing these, you know, these knuckleheads into y'all's bedroom because you're looking at like, it's just a quick nut. It's just somebody to smash and pass to the homies. But a lot of people out here are not playing with a full deck. It doesn't matter how pretty they are in the face, how bad their body is. That does not mean that mentally they're playing with a full deck. And you could trigger something in them to where they done, she done made this whole situation up. Chris Brown was probably busting her down in his mansion in LA. She done drug, you know, we know Diddy ain't shit, but she done drug his name into it. Diddy like, damn, I might take people's money and royalties and shit, but I ain't out here condoning sexual assault, bitch. Don't put my name on this shit. Don't bring me up in this Star Island mess. I mean, this is crazy. She done made a whole fantasy in her head. And again, it makes it harder for real victims, for people who really are assaulted by celebrities because you have these nutcases who just come out. Just like I said in the whole T.I. situation, I'm sure there were definitely some real victims, but I know for a fact there were also some made-up ass stories in that mix too. So that's where we have to be careful as media and, you know what I'm saying, talk about both sides. It, it, as loud as people are when they're ready to accuse and, you know, get clicks and views when it's something salacious, people need to be just as loud to condemn when that person is innocent. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's see here. Mio9131 in the chat says, but when you tell folks they shouldn't be having a hot girl summer, you're old-fashioned, hater, anti-woman, etc. Exactly. You know, people are always going to think like that because, again, we live in such a backwards, backwards society. Good is bad and bad is good. So when you say, hey, maybe you should know that motherfucker, you know what I'm saying, longer than an hour before giving him the head in the back of the club. Oh, you're just old fashioned. You're a hater. I'm drinking the boat or driving the boat, whatever the hell they say. And it's like, no, like he could have, you know, he could put STDs in your mouth, bitch, or, you know, like just anything. What would you, we're trying to look out for you. That's why a lot of times at this point, I don't say too much. Everybody going to do what they want to do. Everybody's grown. It ain't for me to sit there and preach. But I just think that at this point in time, like he's had too many people coming out against him. Like, if, like he said, every time he drops some music, somebody's coming out, talking about, you know, they were R, they were assaulted. He owes the money. At that point, you have to start asking yourself, you need to clean and, and clear the snakes out your garden. You need to start bringing every woman to your home, everybody around you. I'm sure you can find one or two main chicks that you can fly in to smash. It don't have to be the, you know, the, 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 the chick that's just walking down the street in South Beach. So I, I don't know. The whole thing is just crazy. People just need to like really be mindful because them soul ties, you know, they're no joke. Y'all be thinking I'm old fashioned because I talk about that. But I'm telling you, you get with the right person, the right person, get the right dick. You go crazy. You be like, oh, shit. Where is he at? And then when he don't want to be with you or he's moved on, now you're going crazy thinking shit in your head like, oh, oh, hell no. If I can't have him, nobody can have that pee. He raped me in front of Diddy's house on Star Island. Soul ties.
You drive a bitch crazy. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Right. I think I'm not like somebody said in the chat. Somebody says that's Meg, Tori, and Kelsey. Yeah, something happened. Swapping them soul ties. Now we don't know who did what and what the hell damn happened. Then it came out the other day that Kelsey's pregnant. I said, oh shit. <laughs> I said, now she's about to have a baby and she's dealing with the stress of this case. Child, I can't. I can't. But good luck to Kelsey. I seen that post. She looked beautiful. Good luck to all three of them, actually. It's just, it's a mess. But yeah, that's why we have to be careful. You know, it's okay to just be friends with somebody. It's okay. I, I've had friends I've been friends with for like 10, 15 years. I've never slept with them. And we've just been the best of friends. And it's okay. I don't want that awkwardness. I don't want to feel away. You know what I'm saying? Because if I'm with you and then now you with somebody else, I'm not going to feel away because I really like you as a friend. So I just, I choose not to sleep with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Because it makes shit awkward. It's cool to just be friends with people. Somebody said them love spells be backfiring too, child. Don't get me started on love spell Twitter, honey. Everybody over there some type of hoodoo witch. Oh, buy my love spell. 50 bucks a bottle, bitch. Go get that piss out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they be on them love spells, honey. All right, let me go ahead and read some more super chats here. Uh, Esmeralda said 199 says, Hey, T, finally caught a live. Love you. Love you too. Thank you so much. Um, Jackie Armenta says, I love how fair you are with the info that you give me. Um, right is right, wrong is wrong. Thank you so much, Jackie. Appreciate you. Definitely. Got to definitely, you know, report on all sides. You know, that's what journalism is. It's not just about salaciousness and looking for clicks and views at the, you know, report honestly. Um, Karen, not Karen, says how he looks suspicious when he had ID. He had a mass mandate uh, during Omicron. But I understand your point. But remember when I said that they can send victims into the banks under duress? So even if you have your ID and the mask and all that stuff, they don't know when you're trying to get that large sum of money, is somebody sending you in there because it's happened before. So that's why even with the whole ID situation, they don't care because they, that could be a victim under duress. That's how bankers are taught to look at stuff. So, but thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. I don't know how to pronounce this. L busy. No, hold on. El Bazi, El Bazi. I think I pronounced it right. Sam Five says, Hey T, what do you think of Daniel Kalua, the get out actor, being pushed by a life guru to fire his entire management team and distancing himself from his family? Ooh, I didn't know about that. I'm gonna have to look into that more. I didn't know anything about that, but that's not a good thing. When somebody new comes into your life and they want you to get rid of all your old people, friends, family structure, you got to give that new person the side eye because if anything, that new person should want to be able to get to know your friends and family and know where you came from and the people that made you who you are today. So I don't know about that one. That's very disturbing. I'll definitely look into that though. So thank you. Um, Shelly Jean says, I had to leave Wells Fargo after my money mysteriously disappeared like a ghost. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Thank you so much. Um, Mandarin's 91 sent, sent, five, sent five. She says, I honestly feel like the person that is making accusations is found lying. That person should have repercussions for such actions. Yeah, I agree. 
I feel like even that lady with the Brian Williams situation, I said this years ago, that young boy went to prison, not jail, not the youth authority boot camp. He went to an adult prison at what, like 17 or 18 for aring her and it didn't happen. And he did five years. She should be going to an adult prison as an adult and doing the same time he did in prison. She blatantly lied on that man. Now, in this situation, Chris Brown is not in prison, but being that she's trying to sue him for two, uh, 20 million, maybe he should then turn around and sue her for 20 million. But the problem is we know damn well she ain't got it. So he might have to, you know, sue her for, you know, some damn pots and pans and, and her grandma's cooking recipes because we know she ain't got no damn money. But yes, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's sad. People do this looking for a money grab. You know, there should be consequences. It's not okay. Because again, it makes it difficult for real victims. Um, let's see here. Al Padilla, set 1999, says, this is my first super chat. I have been a silent admirer for a while. I sub to your Patreon. I appreciate all you do and soak up your info like a sponge. Love it. My birthday is March 31st. All I want to know is how to get into the Discord, sis. Thank you so much for the super chat. We will be having an opening. Um, it's been like a busy like week and a half for me because I was training uh, Madia last week. And then this week, I just been busy trying to get stuff together. But I'll be opening up soon, like in the next few days. So just stay tuned. And um, when you see it, just follow the steps. That's all I can say. Just follow the steps. It's not that hard. Every month we have somebody crying about how they couldn't get in. Meanwhile, there's 500 new people. Like just breathe slow. It's not a race. You'll get in, just follow the steps because everything, we just do everything very meticulous and in order just because like I'm very protective of my discord. I just don't like a lot of chaos. We want to know who's in there. You know what I'm saying? We want to have a record of who's all in there, how many times they've been booted and come back and stuff like that. So just follow the steps and you'll be able to get in. So thank you. Um, Pierre Lewis says, listening while at work at the warehouse, has been funny, educational, and awesome. Thank you, truly. Thank you so much, Pierre. And thanks for your hard work at the warehouse. If nobody's told you today, because I know y'all be in there working hard, honey. Hard. So thank you. Um, Lady Blue Carter says, just want to show you some love. You're a beautiful woman. Your smile and energy is contagious. I enjoy listening to your channel and podcast. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, v Sanfai says, yes, like pay phones went and gone. Yup. Only time you see a payphone is in movies nowadays. You don't see them nowhere. Um, Orlando, Fo Orlando Foster sent five, says, hey, Tim, a big fan. I just realized you and my mom are the same age, and I'm the same age as your oldest son. It's like you raised me here, too. Thank you so much, love, and thank you for the super chat. Um, Nakia Smith says, when Coco first started, I went, I think you meant, maybe you went C-19. She said Coco. <laughs> Uh, first started, I went to the ATM for 20 days straight and took out 500 each time. No banker face-to-face -face necessary. I don't blame you. Thank you so much for the super chat. KSW World says, it makes no sense. I don't understand how a man can go to jail without proof, but a woman can get caught in a lie and nothing happens. Punish them and it will discourage the other fakers. I agree with you. Yes. I, yeah, that case still makes me mad to this day because... You know, that young man lost five years of his life. And those are very critical times for a young person is between the ages of, you know, 18 and 25. Those are very, very critical times. You know, that's when you learn a lot in life and, you know, you're experiencing new things. And he was like an excellent football player. He was about to go D1. 
you know, would have got a scholarship. And she was jealous um, because, you know, she was, you know, she was homely looking and, you know, he wasn't checking for her. Shit, he wanted a cheerleader or some shit. And she got mad and just said he art her behind, you know, on the school field or some shit. And I remember people were even saying in the comments who went to the school, like, even back then we thought it was some shit was in the mix. Like, he ain't got to take no ass from her. There were girls at the school throwing it at him. He was like a top football player. And everybody was like, why would he have to, you know what I mean? So I don't know. It's a mess. I, I think something, I think she should have been punished because it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. Um, Let's see here. Mandarin 91 says, I honestly feel that the person is making up accusations and thought to be lying. They should be repercussions. Okay, yep. So you're saying the same thing. Yep, definitely. All right. I've been out here for an hour already. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to leave though. I got more stuff to say, so I'm not ready to go yet. Um, Ashley Yakim says, love you T and shout out to my older brother, Ethan. He just got his CDL. I know that's right. Thank you, Ethan. We need truck drivers, honey. We need products to move around this country. You know, hopefully, you know, we'll get gas. <laughs> if not, the truck drivers won't be able to go get anywhere. But yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to him for getting his CDL. Very important. We need more truck drivers. They lowered the age too. It went from 21 to 18. So if you are 18 years old, you are definitely more than eligible to get your CDL and be a truck driver. So if you like to drive, drive for a company and get paid for it. There you go. Harley Quinn said 999 says the power of the peen must be good. I'm telling you, some good peen to have you shook. <laughs> have you telling lies and shit. I ain't addicted to the peen. I don't care. Chris Brown lied. Chris Brown, he, he did this to me at Star Island. Fucking weirdo. I can't even believe that damn story. Okay, let me go ahead and get to the next story here. We got to talk about this, honey. Speaking of hard workers. Miss Bevy Smith is coming for the Kardashians. She's not here for Kim Kardashian and her tips. So if y'all don't know, good old Kim Kardashian and her family, they did an interview recently with Variety Magazine. Let me show y'all this cover. It's pretty. They look, you know, they look cute. Okay, we see y'all Kardashian. So they did an interview with Variety Magazine, you know, dressed in black. Kanye's influence. Yes, ma'am. That's the cover. Got Mama Jenna right here, the Kardashian girls. And so they're just, you know, talking about, you know, how they got to where they're at. And, you know, they're, they're promoting their new show because the Kardashians have moved from the E! Network to Hulu. So they want everybody to go, you know, get a Hulu account and watch them. And so Kim decided to give some tips and some advice on how she got to where she's at today. And Miss Bevy Smith was not here for it. Let me play y'all what Kim said first. Ooh, hold on now. Hold up, hold up. Okay, let me share this with y'all. All right. I have the best advice for women in business. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. You That's have to, so true. You have to surround yourself with people that want to work. Have a good work environment where everyone loves what they do because you have one life. No toxic work environments. And show up and do the work. They have the best. Okay, Kim. All right. So this is what Miss Bevy said. So Miss Bevy says, y'all stop letting hashtag rich people gaslight you into believing that you're not wealthy because you don't work hard. 
It's a fucking lie. It's disrespectful to people, especially black and brown people who come from generations of hardworking people, people who have paid little or nothing and always far less than their white counterparts. Get off your ass and work hard has been our narrative for centuries. So entitled people who grew up in mansions and received a luxury car as a teen can't tell me shit about working hard. Thanks for coming to my hashtag TED Talk. Then she goes on to say, New York, top 1% income threshold, 777,000. Top 5% income threshold, 265,000. Yet New York's minimum wage pays $15 an hour. So how does working hard get me to even the 5% threshold? So she was saying some real shit. I ain't mad at her. Let me say this, because a lot, she got, now, Miss Bevy, why you, now, first off, let me say this. Let me talk to Miss Bevy real quick, okay? Miss Bevy let the internet punk her. I was on her page being nosy, sipping my tea. Reading the tweets and the conference. She was going back and forth with people. She's going back and forth, and I'm reading, 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 reading. All of a sudden, bloop, I got kicked off her page. I said, well, damn, did she block me? I ain't even, she didn't even know I was here. Man, I, re I refreshed her page. She made her page private. You didn't say nothing wrong, Miss Bevy. Don't let them trolls punk you, okay? She said some real shit. Now, I'm going to say this. This is not a me against Kim Kardashian situation. Like I've told y'all before, I will always give Kim her props because she knew how to take her brand and fucking run with it, okay? And she's been able to build a lot of generational wealth for her, you know, kids and all that stuff, right? But let's keep it real. When you are starting a business and you're working for yourself, yes, you have to get off your ass and, and work. You know, that, that goes without saying. But what Kim needs to understand is that there's a such thing called right message, wrong messenger, okay? While I get what Sister Kim is trying to preach, okay? She's not the right messenger, why? And this is not saying that Kim has not worked, you know, quote unquote hard, you know, now that she's in a certain position, but let's keep this real. Kim, you didn't get it from the bottom. Okay. You were privileged. And for you to sit in a privileged position and tell people who run small businesses to get up off their ass and work harder and then they can be like you is not necessarily right. And this is coming from somebody who owns their own small business. I have my little T-line, okay? On top of other things that I sell. Um, it's very easy when you have a hand up. And your hand up was your father. One, your mother married wealthy. She married a lawyer, a high-powered attorney. So good move on Chris Jenner. And you guys were in spaces that us could only dream about. I mean, damn, Chloe's godfather is O.J. Simpson. And before all this shit with Nicole Brown, he was one of the most, you know, revered football players. He was a legend. You guys have been in certain circles and certain spaces that the average American person will never be invited into. So you didn't necessarily have to work, quote unquote, as hard because just because your name just because of your name and your relations and your connections to your father got you in certain doors. 
Even the fact that you were able to style Paris Hilton. Because like I said, Kim, you know, she grinded, but let's keep it real. You were only able to style Paris Hilton because her rich ass family knew your rich daddy. And said, you know what? Yeah, we'll give Kim a job. You can style Paris. You think Paris Hilton would have allowed my black ass to style her? <laughs> They'd be like, we don't know y'all. We don't know your daddy. You're not from Beverly Hills. You're not, you know what I mean? Like, no, because the rich look out for each other. So they give their kids' friends jobs and, you know, shadowing opportunities and, you know, come and intern for me and I'll teach you how to <clears throat> run a record label, how to run the, the family business. So understand your privilege. She's not saying anything wrong. She just grinded at a different level, but she's talking as if she got it from the mud. No, you are very privileged. Okay, when you were in high school versus when, how, where I was in high school, you were given cars and you lived in a nice house. I was taking the bus everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm a panhandling at the Mall of America. Can I have a quarter? 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 Until I made 20 bucks. That was my hustle. Going up to folks back when people used to have cash. I need a quarter to get on the bus. Can I please get a quarter? I don't have enough bus fare. That was our hustle. Asking for quarters. So... I don't know if you, maybe y'all didn't do that. That's what we did in our hood. Shit, I'll go around my America, ask all types of white people, can I get a quarter? Can I get a quarter? Can I get a quarter? Every other step, every other floor. Oh, damn, we hit them already. Can I get a quarter? Until we had $10. And that $10 helped me bus fare, lunch money. I'm just saying. So your hustle and grind is different from my hustle and grind. Not knocking her, but I definitely believe. Yeah, the homeless hustle. Y'all call it what y'all want to, but I walked away with $10 every time I went to the Mall of America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do what you got to do. I would have, me and my friends, we'd have enough bus fare to get to the mall and then ask for a quarter and then leave with, 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 with more money than when we came with. This was the 90s and the 2000s. You did what you had to do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. All y'all 90s babies who grew up in the hood, y'all feel me. Okay. We didn't have rich parents. You better not ask your mom for nothing because they're, uh, you, you want some money to go to the mall? I just had to pay the light bill. I just had to do this. As a teenager, you don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear my parents' struggle stories. I just want to make it to the mall America and go hang out with my friends. Somebody asked everybody in the hood as I'm walking to the bus stop. Can I get a quarter? Can I get a dollar? I was the most beggingest bitch you'd ever meet. <laughs> but people looked out for me because they liked me. You know what I'm saying? They always saw something in me. Like, yeah, Shotty, here goes, here goes five dollars. You know, so you know what you gotta do, man. But I'm not saying that Kim is wrong. I just feel like she's not the correct messenger because she just needs to understand her privilege. Because, you know, a lot of times we shame people and we make them feel like they're not working hard enough. If only you'd work hard enough or maybe get a second or a third job. And then at what point in time, you know, you got one job, two job, three jobs. At what point in time do you even get a chance to enjoy life? Because you're having to go from one job to, to the other to the other. You know, a lot of people who work a regular nine to five job are some of the hardest workers that you will ever meet. Just like the young man who said the super chat right now, he's watching me at a warehouse. That is somebody I know for a fact is working hard because I got a lot of homeboys who work at warehouses. And they're driving forklifts 
and you know what I'm saying picking up pallets and doing you know manual labor that is a lot of work so don't don't think because somebody is not financially wealthy or making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year does not make them not a hard worker you know, so I get where Bevy's coming from. People thought, you know, Bevy's hating. Oh, Bevy's just jealous. It, everything isn't about jealousy and hate. Y'all got to look at the nuances of stuff. Like I said, I'll never knock Kim because even with her privilege, she was smart about it. She's been able to build herself an empire. And for whatever reason, there's a lot of girls who really look up to her and fuck with the Kardashians. Y'all say what y'all want to say about their corny, their blackfishing, whatever. They got a very strong fan base. They just do. So much so she was able to pull Kanye's ass and Kanye reinvented her and, you know, got her in with all the designers now. She's a hustler, but she just hustles in a different way. But she also needs to understand her privilege. Because not everybody's given a chance to have a reality TV show, Kardashians, that's been on for the past 150 years. Everybody doesn't get that chance. So the good thing is with them, they got that chance and they ran with them. They were able to build an empire. There's some people out here who are starting makeup lines. And they're not able to even get a footing in the makeup industry because they don't have a big enough following or their brand is not big enough. The average person creating a lipstick line, trust me, they're understanding formulations. They're there at the lab. They're putting in the work. They're in their kitchen cooking and, concoct and concocting stuff. But with Kylie, because she had a following, I'm Kylie. I want a lip line. And guess what? They made it for her. You think Kylie was sitting up in some chemistry lab, mixing stuff and adding shea butter and a drop of this and fragrance and all that stuff? Absolutely not. So even that is a privilege. That's the fact that you don't even have to do any of that. You can just say, I'm a whole international brand. Make something around me. Now we got skims. Now we got the lip kits. We got the KKWs. We got the clothing line at Sears, all that stuff. So yeah, they're definitely coming from a privileged place. You know, they need to understand that. So let me go ahead and read some more of these super chats here. Give me just a second. Um, <laughs> Nicole Murray says, oh my God, how dare YouTube not notify me that my favorite YouTuber is going live, the audacity. But anyways, love you, T. Love you too. Thank you. Make sure you follow me on my Instagram and Twitter because we post the notifications on there because y'all know YouTube be hating, honey. So make sure you follow those pages. And if you're blocked on my main um, Instagram, I'm going to unblock the people who are crying and saying they were blocked and then went to my smaller page. I'm going to unblock y'all. I just haven't gotten to it yet. So give me, give me till tonight. I'm going to go through y'all's comments and I'll just go ahead and unblock. I got to do it off of two phones. Okay. And I just haven't had the chance. So you guys will have access. Just don't be on my big page doing whatever the hell got you, you know, kicked off. Because <laughs> y'all were blocked for a reason and then ran to the smaller page. <laughs> okay, let me go ahead and uh, read this here. Double-edged source in 1399 says, hey, T, back in the day, Dave Chappelle made a skit about the love contract. He was ahead of his time. I saw it coming. We laugh. But a lot of celebrities looking at that now. Hit the like, y'all. Thank you so much. Yeah. A lot of these celebs, they're going to have to come and do something like that because the clout is real and you got people really lying and make, you know making serious allegations. So they should do a love contract. So thank you so much. Um, All About Me Sin 5 says, everybody that couldn't get in last time, 
try using an Apple device. I noticed a lot of people, including me, were not able to get in. Oh, y'all must be talking about the Discord. Yeah. Maybe use an iPhone. You know, the, the iPhones that y'all brag about. I miss my Droid. I can't wait to go back to Android. Yeah, I said it. I really miss my Droid. I still use it too, but I use my iPhone more, but I'm still team Android. I don't care what y'all say. I think Android is better for the stuff I like to do. Um, Johnny Caldwell says, love your content. Glad you're back and feeling better. Thank you so much, Johnny. Appreciate you. Um, Egypt says, finally caught a live stream tea. Uh, love you. Keep telling the truth. I hope to join Discord one day. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Um, Sin Kawali sent $49.99. Thank you so much, Sin. She says, I found the way she said things disrespectful. I have a business and while, yes, I worked really hard to get to where I got, I don't dismiss the facts that I could live in my mother's house rent-free for a year to be able to be where I'm at today. Amen. Yeah, and I think, and you know what, and I agree with that. I think it's okay to give advice, but just, you want to acknowledge your privilege as well. You know, and I think a lot of people forget that. They just want to like give all this entrepreneurial advice. But they don't acknowledge the fact like, okay, you're really able to be an entrepreneur because of the privilege of you having a national recognizable brand. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to somebody starting stuff all the way from scratch, you know? So thank you for that. Um, Harley Quinn says, work harder, but yet the family stays getting sued for stealing other people's works and ideas. More like still, more like still harder by wig. I wouldn't even gonna go there. <laughs> Thank you for the 1999. I wouldn't even gonna go there, sis. Child. Mm. Woo! Next chat. Uh Nicole Murray said 499. She says, Oh my god. Oh no, I read that one. Sorry. Look, you got me flustered. I don't read the same chat twice. Oh my gosh. I wouldn't. Mm. Okay, um, it's on baby says Kimberlita should have ate her food on that one, even though she even though she was asked, love you T, by the way, can you say black kings for me one more time? Black kings. <laughs> y'all just as bad as the I'ma leave will people. Now y'all want me saying black king. <laughs> I swear y'all are a mess. Thank you so much, sis. Miss um, Melanated Sam four ninety nine says social capital is priceless. Exactly. Thank you for the super chat, love. Daphne C says yes. T. Yes, she got it from the bottom. T. Remember the sex tape? I'm not fooling with y'all in this chat. I'm not fooling with y'all. Thank you for the super chat, sis. Patricia Austin sent twenty. Says it's been a minute since I caught a live. Looking beautiful as ever. I will have to catch a playback. Many blessings. Love you to pieces. Thank you so much, sis. And thanks for coming through. Appreciate you. Um, Lady Tia sent $10. Says, you better teach the real mudslingers. We working hard to find that space. She was born in the 80s. Exactly. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. I'm saying we have to get out and get it. For real. Y'all got a lot easier with social media and, you know, having access to more people. But man, back in the day, you have to go to door to door. You have to do a lot of stuff to just sell things, you know, to hustle. Um, 
Taylor D says, my favorite is when people kept saying she's a self-made billionaire. It's self-made. It's the self-made for me. We love you. Yeah, you know where they got that from? I blame Forbes for that. You know, Forbes is supposed to be a quote-unquote legitimate magazine for, you know, people who are self-made and, you know, made something of themselves and made money. But Forbes called Kylie self-made after, I guess, Kris Jenner sent in her tax returns, but then they said it was falsified or something. I don't know. But Forbes really started that whole thing. We're calling it Kardashian self-made. And that's not technically what it is to be self-made, you know, they had a, a helping hand and that's okay. There's nothing, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think, you know, I'm in, I don't think I have the right to like shame somebody. If you're rich or you're born wealthy, you can't help that any more than somebody who's born broken poor. You know, we can't help our circumstances. All we can do is change them as we learn our way through life, right? With financial knowledge and, you know, um, networking and things like that. So I'm not knocking her because she was born rich or she was born into privilege. That's not her fault. What I'm saying is like, you know, be honest and, and acknowledge that. Acknowledge that that also helped. You know what I'm saying? Her kids are not going to have the same struggles as my kids. But then again, my kids might be more privileged than somebody else's kids, you know? So it's just acknowledging that. It's not about shaming, but just being honest, you know? So thank you for that. Um, Little Ives at 1999 says, shout out to the fellow warehouse workers Stay warm to my fellow uh, Coloradians. What is that? Colo Coloradians? Oh, is that how you pronounce me from Colorado? <laughs> I'm like Coloradians. <laughs> Shout out to people in Colorado. Stay warm. <laughs> it's negative three degrees tonight. Love you, T. Hit the like button, y'all. Thank you so much, Lil I. I had no idea what we copied from Colorado, child. I was like, what is that word? I thought you said something about coloring. <laughs> Thank you, sis. Stay warm. It's been cold in Minnesota. It was like warm a few days ago, but now it's dropping again, child. I'm ready for spring and summer to be here. <laughs> At least I'm honest. I'll tell you if I don't know how to pronounce something. I'm not about to sit here in front. Like, I don't know what that word says. <laughs> but I sounded it out. I'm like, I think she's talking about people from Colorado. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> oh, let's see here. Black Joker Kane sent $5. says, before C-19, I worked four jobs at the hospital, two different nursing homes, and an Uber Lyft driver. I was miserable and didn't even get to enjoy the money. Amen. And that's the truth, you know? And I think, like, that's why I don't like sometimes about the guru hustle. Like, I call it the guru hustle. Like, those um, women people, they like, the self-motivated speakers and people that be like trying to motivate people or whatever. I think a lot of them too, they kind of give scammy vibes, not all of them, but I, I don't like that mentality where they feel like, you know, you got to work hard. You got to work, 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 work. Well, when do you ever take time for yourself? Where's the self-care? Where's the mental break? I don't care what you do. I don't care if you're doing YouTube, if you're working at a nursing home, Movie theater work, hell, you could be a fry cook at Bojangles. Everybody needs a time off to get away, to decompress. You know, I may make this job look easy because I'm up here having fun and da da da. But just this stream, I've been up since eight o'clock this morning preparing for this stream, from researching, going over stories, going over notes, uh, the graphic designs, hosting my each you know social media page, you know. So it's good to decompress and take a break. 
And I always tell people that, you know, enjoy your life. Don't be so caught up in just trying to make money that you never get to enjoy it. You never get to take a vacation. You never get to just, you know, buy something that you want. Don't go buy something, get into debt. But if it's something that you saved up for, definitely enjoy it. You only have one life to live. And sometimes we shame people and make them feel like, you know, if you're not hustling and grinding 24-7, you ain't shit. No, you do need a break. No, you do need to decompress. No, you do need to log off of social media and focus in your real world environment and clean your home and, you know, just relax and burn some candles. I always tell people, we talked about that um, after the Zoom meeting, when during the Zoom meeting last time, when we talk about self-care and we're all talking about bubble baths. So much, so I'm like, damn, I really want to have one because, you know, I hadn't been able to because I had surgery. So I call my mom like, I'm about to get in this tub. If anything happens, you're going to have to come over and come pull me out the tub. She was like, okay, I'm five minutes away. You're fine. <laughs> and I had me a nice little bubble bath, decompress, listen to my little audio book. Sometimes you need that and it's okay. So I- I'm glad that you're taking some time out for yourself and not working yourself to death, you know, trying to manage four jobs. You know, there's nothing wrong with getting a second job or, you know, having a little side hustle, but, you know, having four and five jobs, especially when you're like under the age of 25, you don't need that. You know, definitely save up, learn about finances, learn about, you know, how to make your money work for you. But don't work yourself to death because rich people, you know, what I'm saying they make their money work for them. They're not working for their money. They're finding out ways to flip it, invest it. You know, what I'm saying build different things, create brands, buy real estate. They're making their money work for them. But we have it so misconstrued, you know, when people don't have money and they come from backgrounds where they don't have a lot of financial knowledge, they feel like they have to work and chase a bag. All right, let's see here. Uh, Peachy says, I'm 23 with three jobs and man, I'm fried. Yeah, it's sad. That's so sad. I'm sorry to hear that. That's what I'm saying. Oh, she said she's tired. Okay. It said fried, then she changed it to tired. Yeah. It's true. That's why I just didn't like that comment of get off your ass and work because I know the people that I talk to on a daily basis and people who send me messages and emails. I know how hard so many people, even my subscribers work every day. That's why I don't take this for granted when people send me super chats and things like that. I'm very humble and I'm very grateful because I know y'all work hard for y'all's money and y'all don't have to send me a dime. You know what I'm saying? That's why I never understand when social media people get online and talk down to people who work a nine to five. Like those are your customers. Those are the people who are watching you. Those are people who are like hitting like on your video and hitting like on your Instagram. Those are people who are helping to make you a commodity. How dare you shit on them and talk down to them because they don't have what you've been able to build because of your fan base. So when I see people who start talking like that, I don't follow them. You're not about to sit here and, you know, fucking shame me. You know what I'm saying? For working a nine to five or shame people that I fuck with for working a nine to five when they got you in the position where you're at to even be noticed. Okay, just saying. Um, let me see here. Um, Alia Ali, she sent another nine ninety nine. She says, "Team, my daughter is fourteen. Uh, Casey said to send you ten of her own money to let you know my name is pronounced I. Okay, Isla Ali. Isla Ali Ali. Okay." Isla Ali Ali. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you to your daughter for sending me the $10. Thank you. I appreciate you both. Um, Lady Tia says, don't be afraid to have your own time. Let the world wait a little. Hashtag self-care. Amen. That is the truth. Amen. 
Um, Breezy88 says, you better preach tea. Ain't nothing wrong with money. But remember, when you go, you can't take it with you. Truth. Facts. Thank you so much. Um, let me see here. I think I have one more story before I go. Let me see. Oh. Oh. There's a lot of people getting canceled. Well, not them, but like their shows. Have y'all seen this tea real quick before I go? Because I've been on here for an hour and a half. Let me show y'all this real quick. They're talking about Nick Cannon's show has been canceled. This came out today. Said, according to page six, Nick Cannon's talk show has been canceled after six months on the air. Sources say that the staff at the nationally syndicated show has yet to be informed. But we're told many of them were already looking for new jobs because the outlook seemed seemed bleak from the struggling show. Damn, the shade in that. Um, okay, so they're getting rid of his show, and then it came out that they're about to cancel the reel. So, this is what's being rumored. Uh, the reel has been on for eight seasons. Insiders claim that daytime talk show The Reel is on the chopping block. According to reports, The Reel is the next daytime show to be canceled after eight seasons. Um, they're saying that the cancellation is likely due to low ratings. I wasn't being shady with that sip. I was actually thirsty. So <laughs> I'm like, she done grabbed that teacup being shady. Now I'm actually thirsty. Um, my thoughts on Nick Cannon. I think what worked against him is the whole, the, the damn, the sausage on his thigh, all the damn kids being born every other month. I think that kind of worked against him. I think it turned a lot of people off. And just, the, you know, coming out there with a hard on that sat on his thigh. That was a big old piece of meat. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> what was you doing before you got on air, Nick? I think that kind of was like, I think that was probably the final straw. Like, okay, bruh, you know, we got a baby mother coming out every month. You got a new kid being born. Now you're coming out here with a, you know, with King Kong along Nong showing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, either way. Nick will be fine. We know Nick got money, honey. He'll probably be back on Wildin' Out. He'll probably go back to doing his podcast. So he'll be fine. Nick got money. He's he's straight. But that thing was a monster, honey. He just She was just sitting on his thigh like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? <laughs> like, Nick, you don't feel that shit? <laughs> oh, my gosh, that was crazy. So now as far as the real goes, um, I don't know about the ratings because I just I don't watch the real like that. But. I mean, I'm not surprised. They've been on for a while. But I honestly think, to be honest with you, more people are getting their news from social media. I just don't think people are really tuning into television as much. You know, because think about this. When news breaks, it's us social media influencers that can post the tweet and post it on Instagram or go live on YouTube and and IG. They can't. They got to sit and watch us spill all the tea and then come back two days later when they're getting ready to film to regurgitate it. So I just think that old media is not able to catch up with new media. And that's what's causing a lot of the cancellations. A lot of talk shows are being canceled. You know, it's not just these two. It's been, you know, other ones as well. Um, So I I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. I mean, there's still a segment of the population that watches talk shows and that enjoys them. Most of those people are older, you know what I'm saying, older housewives. But, you know, the, the more younger people, they're not getting up that early to watch the real. 
you know, they're rolling out of bed about one in the afternoon, you know, and they're first thing they're doing is grabbing their phones and they're going onto our Instagram pages or going to YouTube or Googling DJ academics, lovely tea, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that to see what's going on shade room, you know, Hollywood unlocked. So I think that's where some of the competition is coming from. That's why they're seeing a lot of, you know, lackluster numbers, but either way, all of these ladies will be fine. You know, they've all made a name for themselves in the industry. They're all talented. So I'm sure they'll probably, you know, podcasts coming in five, four, three, two, one, honey. They'll all be having podcasts and all that stuff. I don't see them not doing any type of commentary in the future. I'm sure they're still going to be talking and giving their opinion. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, let's see here. Uh, Clear, Clear sent $10. Claire says, I'm going to need Bojangles to sponsor my girl T. All this free promo, she be giving them love you. They should sponsor me because I've been shouting out Bojangles for years. I know y'all watch my videos, Bojangles, because the fry cook done put y'all on. <laughs> they should sponsor my stuff. Thank you so much, Claire. Um, Let's see here. Let's see. I want to show y'all one more thing before I go. It's another story I found interesting. Dang, it's a lot of stories. Hold on. I might have to talk about two things. First of all, no, nah, I'm not even going to go there because you two going to be like, you two going to mess with my stream. Let me not even go there. It's on my page. Duck, duck, go. <sighs> they just, you know, I didn't like that. Okay, this is what I want to talk about. Let me get on this. Lil Dirt and um, India Royale. I believe that's her name. See the Royale or Royal? I think it's Royale. I like her. I, I like her. I like their relationship. I really do. I like, I think, I think what I like about her the most, she's a pretty girl, but I love the fact that she just dresses, just, she's classy with it. Like, she's not like all the other Instagram rapper baby mamas where I got to see their nipples and their coochie hairs and, you know, just I, like she can put on like a Dior t-shirt, some cute jeans and some cute Dior sneakers and make it work. I don't, I just like her style. And then when she dresses up, she just has like a classy way about dressing herself up. I like them. I like them. I'm so here for them. I'm sorry. I love India. So anyhow, child Dirk. It's feeling the wrath of the shade room because he says some things about women and they're not feeling it. Let me go ahead and show y'all this really quick. I gotta go back. Me ain't gonna lie, I'm petty as hell. Like, uh, like, I ain't gonna wait. That's me. I'm, That's me. What's up? Hey, I wake up in the middle of the night, get medals. Yeah. Yeah. That's just me. Yeah, but it's like everything about her, like being real, not cheating. She ain't been passed around. And it was like, Body count, that's what really deep. Oh, okay. What this what this one is my favorite young. See this one, my mom. Okay, so y'all just heard that. So he said he 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 likes being with her because her body count, she ain't been passed around. So people started dragging him like, what the hell? So he came on here and he said, We don't have to explain ourselves to nobody. Some people fall in love off of money and bags. Um, and I don't oh god, I hate how he writes. I don't say nothing about that. Anyway, she India. What the fuck, little dirt? Come on now. So uh, India came and she says, I don't give an F what people think about my fiance. That's why he's mine. Get you one. And so people are saying this. 
Imagine your fiance being asked what he loves about you. And the first thing he brings up is your body count, etc. Not your personality, not your loyalty, not your sacrifices to him, but your past relations. Hearing this from my man would be a no. And the India says, good thing he's my man. I guess she told y'all. Now I'm going to say this, okay? No disrespect to Dirk, you know. I got a, oh God, a little Dirk fan that lives in my home. Just, I got a Kanye fan and a little Dirk fan. So what I don't understand is this. Like, I, I get the whole body count thing. You don't want somebody who's been passed around and who's smashed by the industry. And I agree with that. You know, I speak about that all the time. You know, just being mindful of who you sleep with, swapping soul ties, everybody who looks at you. It don't mean that you got to, you know, smash them, right? But does this only count for men? I'm confused. Because I don't want a guy who has a bunch of baby mamas and who got like eight, nine, 10, 11 kids. Like, am I, am I being stuck up? Cause I don't want a guy who just, you know, who has screwed everybody. And not only that has created a bunch of broken homes. Like that's not attractive to me. Am I able to be picky or is it just men who can just say, I don't want a body count or that body count is too high. And what constitutes is high. Because these men can be out here smashing anything and everything in the industry, but then the woman is supposed to be pure and, you know, only been with two people before you met me. But you've been with 35 people before I got with you. So, like, it just, I, I, I don't know, that just bothers me. Like, I get why he's, a, you know, why he wanted to be with her and, you know, wife her up and all that stuff. You know, she has good qualities. I just, I just like, I really do like India. I think, you know, for the most part, she keeps to herself. She's always, you know, supporting Dirk and up in her, you know, big up in her man. And she's not involved in a bunch of drama. She's not nasty like Ari. Like Ari just has a nasty mouth. She calls her friends broke all the time. I don't see how y'all follow Ari, but that's y'all's business. I don't follow any of these people. But India, to me, has always come out very humble. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you don't really see her clap back. But, you know, you say something about her and Dirk, she's she coming for that head. But I just didn't like that because I just kind of felt like, most of the men in these room, in this whole room talking, and you know, bless Gilly and Wallow, because I thought it was a good podcast. You know, Wallow broke down crying and everything, honey. You know, bless your heart, Wallow. That was a very good story, you know, true story about your brother. That was very sad. Um, but most of the men in that room had probably smashed umpteenth women. You know what I'm saying? So why? But now when he's talking about body count, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to grow with a bunch of body counts. I don't want to go with a lot of bodies. But you have a lot of bodies, sir. I'm confused. Like, my thing is, if you want a virgin, you should be a virgin, right? If you want somebody with a low body count, then maybe you shouldn't be slinging your, your peen out here like Tic Tacs. Stop handling your peen out here to people like Bojangles Biscuits. I'm just saying. Whatever you want, you should practice. Okay? I'm just saying. If I don't want a guy who has a bunch of baby mothers and a bunch of kids... I'm not going to come to the table with like seven baby daddies. That's silly. I'm not going to come to the table with a bunch of kids and, and different baby dads. And yet I'm like, I want a man with no kids to take care of my seven kids by seven different men. Y'all would drag me and be like, shut the hell up. But a man can literally have all these kids, all these baby mamas. I mean, I've been following dirt since he first hit the scene. I can still think of like a lot of his past girlfriends that he was on camera with and everything else. There's a lot of, you know, sexual bodies. We know he got, you know, street bodies too. We're not going to go there. But he has a lot of sexual bodies on him. 
So I just found it very interesting that, he, that he's speaking on India Royale and saying, I'm glad she didn't have any bodies on her. Well, damn. What can she say about you, sir? She can't have that same sentiment. <laughs> I'm just saying. So it caused a big debate in the shade room, honey. They still arguing about that shit. I don't know. I just find that interesting. I get it. If that's what you want as a man, you don't want a girl who's been passed around. And, you know, because I, I get that. You know what I'm saying? I, if I was a man, I'd be embarrassed if I went to like a situation and like literally every man at that party done been with my wife. That's embarrassing. You know what I'm saying? That's not cute. But as a woman, I feel the same way. I don't want to show up at an industry event and all these bitches are like, oh, yeah, I've been with King Kong Long Dong. King Kong Long Dong ate my, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that. I want to know that you ain't been with everybody either. Is that fair? Am I reaching? <laughs> yes, Bojangles biscuits. <laughs> oh my goodness! Let's see here, Ty Rob. Thank you so much for the ten dollars. Appreciate you. Um, Marlon Harrison says, with Nick Cannon and the real shows getting canceled, I really feel sorry for the people that work behind the scenes. Because they are out of a job. I definitely agree with that. Thank you so much, Marlon, for the 20. I definitely agree. Um, it's a lot of people behind the scenes, the production, the crew, the camera crew, hell, the lighting tech, the hair, the makeup and hairstylist. Um, it's a lot of people that are affected when jobs, you know, get cut and when shows go off the air. So you're definitely right about that. So thank you so much. Um, let's see. Dominique Martin says, it's my birthday today, and I wanted to send a super chat to show my support. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much, and happy birthday to you. Thanks for coming through, sis. Um, let's see here. Ronafull says, nah, I don't want a guy who's been ran through either. They love to smash anything with two legs or four legs, honey, or tentacles. But you have to be a saint. Mm, not the tentacles. Yeah, that's that's the part that I just kind of was like, oh, no, I don't like that. I don't like that dirt. You know? I don't like that. Just like Drake. You know, you know, that's that's really the main reason why I stopped really liking Drake. Cause y'all remember I used to be a big Drake fan. Like you couldn't even say nothing bad about Drake in my chat. I'd be like, there's no Drake slander in my chat. But that's one of the things that turned me off about Drake. Because, and maybe this was foolish of me. But I believed his lyrics. I thought he was like, you know, this good man and he just wanted a woman and, you know, he was heartbroken. I really liked like his first three albums. And then to find out that he's out here smashing everybody and impregnating porn stars and going from woman to woman, that turned me off. Like it kind of hurt my feelings. Like, damn it, Drake. Because I really was like, I was so invested as a fan. I really wanted Drake to find like the right woman and get married and have a family. Like I envisioned all this shit for Drake in my head. And I wasn't saying that the woman was going to be me. That wasn't what I was envisioning. But just like you really, you really fall for these artists and their stories through their music. And it's like, dang, I really want Drake to find love. Seems like such a nice young man. Then to find out he's a male whore, <laughs> like, like the rest of these rappers. <laughs> and then after that, I was like, okay, you're, you're, like, you're like everybody else. You're just trying to sound all sweet and sensual on your music. But you're a whore like the rest of these, they're like NBA young boys. You ain't got a whole basketball team of kids, you know, so... That's why I kind of just was like, you say I don't defend Drake no more. He'll be coming from Drake. I'll be like, oh, well, sips tea. <laughs> I feel like, feel free with the Drake slander. <laughs> well, I'm still trying to figure out what happened to that black girl who was pregnant by Drake. Remember? 
the one that was shaped like a damn reindeer with the big old booty. She was on Vlad TV telling out her business. Yeah, and I'm pregnant by Drake and we ain't seen her since. I'm just saying. Remember, it was like two or three of them that were pregnant by him at the same time. That French porn star got away because she's from France. She grabbed her passport and flew. <laughs> she flew back to France. She's like, fuck that bitch. I ain't gonna force me to have no abortion. I got this bag. She flew away. But the, the black girl that was pregnant by him, we ain't seen or heard from her since. So she must have got paid off. But you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, he has his beautiful son and you know, they're not going to be a family family, but you know, he has his son a lot. And, and one thing I do like about the porn star, I don't know her name. Um, I like the fact that she's low key you know, for the most part. Um, she doesn't like put Drake's business out there. She doesn't blast them. You know, she's not a Ari. She's not like some of the other baby mothers that, you know, they be blasting their rapper baby daddy. She doesn't do that. And that's probably because Drake pays her very well. You know, she keeps it very copacetic. She posts this picture of the little boy. Little boy's eyes with Drake Adonis. I know his name. I just don't know the porn star's name. But, um, oh, her name's Sophie. Thank you. Yeah, I didn't know her name. Sophie, thank you. But yeah, so, yeah, when that happened, that just, I was, God, I was over Drake. I said, okay, all right, Drake, do you, boo. So, yeah, I think for me, I, I just feel like, yeah, it's okay to have standards. You know what I'm saying? And, but if you're going to have standards, you should live by those standards, too. You, know, you can't be writing all this heartbreak music about how women are doing you wrong. And, oh, just come back to me. I just want to find love. And then we find out, you you know, you're just out here raw dogging everybody. You're not looking for love. You're looking for a nut, sir. Just keep it real. <laughs> not hot sauce, Graham. But that's why that story was able to have legs. Because not everybody sees Drake as, you know... There's a buzz down. If that same hot sauce, if that same hot sauce story came out a few years ago, people wouldn't have paid it no mind. But because we know how Drake gets down, we're like, well, shit, you know, Drake fucks any and everybody. He probably did put hot sauce in the condom. <laughs> y'all, I've been out here for almost two hours. I hope y'all had a good time because I had a wonderful time talking to y'all. I hope y'all learned some information. Hope y'all take something away from this stream. I appreciate y'all. I'm going to read these last few super chats. I'm going to get up out of here. Um, let's see. Jesse Adams says, these men let it bring up body counts while they make broken homes and move on. Practice what you preach, man. Facts. Thank you so much. Young Kobe says, I'm teaching my son early to value his peen. You don't have to smash everything you see. It's no longer anything to gloat over, and it doesn't bring you any value. Mm, preach. Yeah, we got to start young. We have to start with the babies and let them know, you know, it's okay to turn down some, you know, some cooch. All cooch ain't good cooch. You see what done happened to Chris Brown? He done hit, he done gave her some good dick and she, she wouldn't lie on him. So yeah, be very, very mindful. You know, while y'all out here swapping soul ties and smashing everybody, some of these females out here are crazy as cat shit. <laughs> Uh, Rona Full says, I find it odd when people sleep with any and everyone who will be down. You can have a high sex drive and be disciplined. It's sort of animalistic and primitive to smash everything in sight. I don't know. I agree, you know, and there, there's nothing wrong with sex for like the hundredth time. Have all the sex you want, fuck five times a day, you know, smash every week, but it's okay to do it with that one person. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't have to smash anybody. I'm saying be a freak for your one man or one woman. I think that's I think that's just a lot more, that's a lot less headache. You know what I'm saying? 
I think that's a lot less headache. Then you don't have to worry about, you know, somebody coming up with fake allegations and all that stuff because you don't smash so many people. You don't even know who Jane Doe is. Like, damn, I had 10 Jane Doe's this week. <laughs> Any, mini, mighty, mo, they're all crazy. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Adriana says, love you, beautiful. Love you too. Thank you so much. Um, so you guys, thank y'all so much for coming through. I really appreciate you guys. So I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I'll be back maybe this weekend with another stream. So hope you guys enjoyed the broadcast. You guys have a good evening. Bye.